Welcome to BIV Today, the daily podcast from the newsroom of Business in Vancouver. I'm Kirk LaPointe, publisher and editor-in-chief. The Greater Vancouver Board of Trade has been keeping abreast of the perspectives of the business community in our region regularly during the pandemic. Its latest report released today paints a very mixed picture on the outlook businesses have. They expect this to be a difficult year, not even as good in many cases as the difficult year they just experienced. Their views, though, pose some real challenges for policymakers to determine, among other things, how to continue to support and how long to do so. My guest is a very familiar face in this community, the board's CEO and president, Bridget Anderson. She joins me to discuss the findings. Good to see you. Nice to see you too. Let's uh, let's take a look at the overall take on the findings. Uh, you conducted the survey. This is fourth or fifth survey now that you've done during the pandemic. What's the overall take at the moment? I guess if I had to sum it up in one word, Kirk, it would be uncertain. You know, I think a lot of us uh, individuals and businesses were getting near the end of 2020 and a lot of optimism about 2021 and it would be a brand new year and things were going to be improving. But here we are uh, well into January and really it's a lot of the same. So we are hearing from businesses. We had 60% of the businesses that we surveyed are seeing a decrease in sales volume. And, and I would say as worrying or maybe even more so, we saw about 70% saying that they saw a decrease over the holiday period. So a really important time for especially a lot of retailers. So we are not out of the woods yet by far. And I think a lot of businesses and individuals are bracing for some tough months ahead. Yeah. It, have things changed markedly, say, since the fall, once we were in that so-called second wave and we began to believe that maybe after that second wave, things were going to be able to pick up? Well, I think if we remember back, there was that period where we felt like things were improving and they were a little bit. We saw restaurants uh, more full. We had people being able to gather at least in their bubbles of six or so. And there was some pickup in the downtown core. But as soon as uh, hit in November, when we were in the second wave, uh, some people who had been working from home are now are sort of working in the office are now back working at home. And here I am sitting in my office and I'm one of the fortunate uh, ones who are able to go to an office very regularly. But I'm in the downtown core and I look out my window and it's very, very quiet. So I think if there was a little bit of a bounce there in the summer and the fall, uh, people are feeling that retrenchment now and businesses are certainly feeling it and they're not feeling overly optimistic, at least in the short term over the next few months. Yeah, we're now into, you know, the darkest and coldest period of, of the year. And we all assume that, in fact, that might carry with it um, a, really a, a, a bit of pessimism about all of this. Is it, is it that serious in the survey? Are people pessimistic or is it just that they're guarded? I would say it's fairly significant. So we've got over a third of the respondents who are feeling pessimistic about both the provincial economy and the Canadian economy as well. And half of them, uh, of the respondents, are expecting revenues to still be in decline over the next three to six months. So while as a jurisdiction, we have fared better than many other provinces and many other cities, and we're doing relatively well, and the vaccine is coming, so there is optimism there. 
there is still a lot of uncertainty about the near term and really the impacts are continuing. And so I think a lot of businesses are saying to us, we think it's going to be pretty rough in the short term and we just need to, to prepare for what that's going to be like. Yeah. Uh, you know, far be it from me as a journalist to ask a question about good news, but is there <laughs> any good news? Yes. <laughs> Thankfully, there is some good news. Uh, we asked the question about some what, where the areas of positivity are. And for sure, it will come to no surprise because you and I have experienced this in our own organizations that we are seeing a move to more digital offerings, whether that's e-commerce or virtual events or, or what we're doing right now, that we see 40% have done something in the area of digital transformation since the pandemic began in March. But what's optimistic is that over 60% are saying that they're going to continue doing that well into 2021. So we can see that there are some shifts here, whether that's more people working from home and there's some impacts there, or whether it's more e-commerce or more services being offered online, that definitely companies are looking to see they need to innovate and they need to invest in that area. So that is one thing that is optimistic. All right, well then let me uh, go true to form as a journalist and go after the bad news in this, because there is a fair amount of bad news. People were are not expecting, for instance, to be uh, in general, hiring more people in the year, um, investing in, in other types of capital, um, needing more office space, those kinds of things that are pretty crucial and pivotal to any community's economy. How worrisome uh, do, you, do you find those results? Well, for sure. Um, you know, we are seeing some pullback from companies uh, in, in the areas where they would normally invest. They're saying the things that they, they see will be impacted in 2021 will be uh, cancellation of marketing projects, uh, capital projects, uh, reducing their headcount. Uh, you know, and we asked the question about, uh, about government programs. And, and let's be clear, these government programs have been very helpful for many businesses, but there is an end sometime in sight to the wage subsidy and rent subsidies and other kinds of uh, programs that have been offered. But when those programs come to an end, businesses are feeling pretty uncertain about what the future might hold and say that they may have to reduce their headcount or their, their staff. They may have to ca uh, cancel other projects as well, just because these programs have really helped to prop up revenue. So what is the signal then to governments, Bridget? Is it just extend these programs until we, as businesses, tell you to stop them? Or uh, is, is, there, is there other types of programming that emerges out of a survey like this where you can start to see what type of support would be actually very, very wise in a period like this? What's your feeling there? Well, I, I would say from somebody who works with the business community, as you do as well, there is growing concern about the deficit and the cost of these. So while these programs are very important to keep businesses afloat and to help them through this pandemic, we need to be thinking about how that money is going to be paid back and then what the governments or levels of government do to support businesses to ensure that they thrive post-pandemic. And so some of the 
topics that were raised by the respondents in the survey are reducing some of the costs of doing business, which is something that goes back to pre-pandemic. We have been talking about this to business for, to government rather, for a long time, as well as uh, innovation and uh, working on our competitiveness. And this is something that as a region, we have talked about for a long time as well. So there for sure are some things that government can do when, when these programs end and they should end at some point. But it really is about how do we position our business community and our region to be more competitive, to attract more investment, and to make it easier for businesses to operate, which all really date back pre-pandemic, but become more important now than ever. So, so would you think then that the priorities ought to be around, first of all, fixing the competitive part of this, than to concern yourself unduly with how it is you're going to pay for what's been spent so far? Because presumably, right, if, if you're going to try to claw back uh, this, it, it's going to come through the tax system. It's going to come through other fees. It's not going to make government cheaper uh, by any means. Um, it almost flies in the face of attempting to make the region more, um, you know, more competitive. So some of the things that we asked respondents about, some additional support or things that uh, the government, levels of government can be doing post-pandemic, uh, we've talked about uh, the digital transformation that many uh, businesses are undergoing right now. And so investing in technology or innovation, for example, will be really important to ensure that we're a competitive region. Also funding for large infrastructure projects to make sure that you know, we have the infrastructure in place to make our region more competitive. Um, so, and of course, always top of the list is around regulatory burden. And so no surprise, businesses are saying now is the time to look at what it costs for a business to operate in this region so that it becomes more competitive, whether we're competing against, uh, you know, Ontario, Quebec, or whether we're competing against uh, international uh, jurisdictions, whether it's Asia or the United States, is that we need to have this top of mind. So first and foremost, let's survive this pandemic. And secondly, let's ensure that we thrive as a region. And there are things that, that government can do and government is looking at. And certainly I would say that is the priority moving forward. Yeah. L last area, uh, I wanted to see if you think through the survey, you can discern the, um, the concern level of business around uh, the, the strategy now to mitigate COVID-19 and whether businesses um, would be supportive of stronger restrictions in order to get this out of the way a little sooner, or do they do they rather buy into the the strategy that appears now, which is a you know a, a bit of restriction in British Columbia, but a bit more openness than what you see in other jurisdictions almost anywhere in North America. We didn't ask that specific question, um, but, you know, from anecdotally, from speaking to many of our members, there is a recognition that our jurisdiction is doing better. There's no question. You know, BC is faring better than Ontario and Quebec, for example. Uh, but so we are moving in the right direction. We did ask a specific question around whether they thought that uh, the government had the right approach. And we were talking about the BC government. So, of course, uh, no surprise that they feel that the government could be doing more and should be doing more. Uh, another example would be the reduced school tax for commercial properties would be very helpful. 
So it is this uncertainty. I mean, not to go back to the beginning of our conversation, but it really is such an uncertain time and businesses really are, are thinking both in the, the immediate term, so the next three to six months, and really bracing for, I think, what could be a very difficult period, but thinking beyond that as well and thinking about how government can support in the long term. Certainly the vaccine rollout is top of mind for many businesses and how that is going to have an impact and play a factor in us all coming back to work and what that change workplace looks like as well. So uncertainty uh, and, and, and certainly preparation for what lays ahead. And but in your own conversations on this uh, with with business leaders, uh, do you have the sense that they're trying to see if we can keep the mitigation strategy as it exists on for as long as we can, and then get ourselves vaccinated and you know just get through it that way, or or are they basically saying you know it wouldn't be a bad idea to shut some things down for a little bit longer to frankly make sure that we have fewer cases this summer and a uh, and a more rapid recovery to the economy later in the year. And you wrote a, a great article about that, Kirk, too. Um, I know there's lots of experts weighing in. And I guess I would answer it that it is mixed from what I'm hearing, but it, I, and whether it's an individual answering that question or a business. I think as individuals, we're all getting tired. Mental health and wellness is a, a top concern for many individuals and for business leaders when they look at their own staff. For businesses, they're also thinking about protecting revenue and about ensuring that it doesn't get worse than this. So I think what I'm hearing, especially in the last couple of weeks as we're coming out of the holiday period, is that we seem to be doing okay. So maybe just carrying on the way that we are with the with the measures that we have in place are going to be okay. But it's when we start to see cases spike or we start to see a change in any of those numbers, that's when people sit back and businesses are sitting back to go, well, maybe we need to lock it down more. I'm not hearing that overall, but I think that's reflective because we are doing better than, than many other places. Yeah, very different uh, story. I think you'd get from your counterparts in Toronto, Montreal, for sure. Bridget, always good seeing you. I want to thank you for your help on this one. Uh, you're back in the field again, what, every couple of months? with, uh, well, with uh, Yeah, it's, this has been our, um, I think, our fifth survey since March. So we like to go back about every six or eight weeks. And I think this latest uh, health order is in place for a few more weeks. So we'll wait to see what happens after that and probably go back February or March and ask businesses oh. how they are doing. Okay, well, we'll keep Keep tracking it and uh, talking to you as we go along. Thanks for your help today. Thanks a lot, Kirk. Bridget Anderson is the president and the CEO of the Greater Vancouver Board of Trade. I'm Kirk LaPointe, publisher and, business and uh, editor-in-chief at Business in Vancouver. Thanks a lot for watching BIV today. We'll see you again.